Genau. In this video, American Boy with Estelle featuring Kanye West. You know, Kanye has a pretty nice side profile. I never noticed. Like, I never paid it any mind until I saw that video. And he's like, the majority of him in the video, his, you know, we get his profile. Well, he was also thinner then, but just a, just a sidebar. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to the Pain of Fool podcast. I am the Pain of Fool, and this space is for you. A welcome to the bonfire. This is also the grounds of fertility where we are applying the things that we learn. We're teachable first, but we apply the things we learn and we report or share the results. We share our gifts. Welcome. We also have elders and we listen to our, <laughs> we listen to our elders. Okay. That's something else that we do. To those who are listening to me for the first time, welcome. And for those who are returning, welcome back. I appreciate you, of course. Ireland, what's up? Hey, <laughs> just just saying hey, just acknowledging you. Uh, thank you for, for listening. Man, I'm a full-time artist. Uh, I teach art to children and adults, and I do this via paint parties. So I am a mobile paint company. I also do virtual classes, and I have an art show that I created and produced. It's called The Painted Fool's Paint House. It is available on YouTube for children. I teach art to children there, and, you know, they learn how to make anything that they want. Shake the canvas, bring it to life, and uh, take the world by storm and help others, you know. Um, I am a children's book illustrator. I have five published children's books out and available right now. I do soundscaping, event photography, and a couple other things. So I, I call myself a multimedia artist because I do a lot of things as, as an artist. So if you were ever curious about what I do, my website, jgreenartofficial.com, showcases pretty much what I do. My gallery for my artwork. I also sell my artwork. And then, of course, the services that I provide. So, Oh, man. Welcome back. It's been, uh, it's, been, it's been great. Yo, first of all, happy Dia de los Muertos, by the way. Um, I celebrate that. And I had a, I had a great time celebrating and, and just remembering my ancestors. I will that you did the same. And if not, you did something, whether having a conversation with family or whatever you, whatever you do. Uh, celebrating and just wanted to say that to you. I was a uh, Salvador Dali for Halloween. <laughs> I had a, uh, I was invited to a party and the party required a costume and I just did not know who I wanted to be. Well, it didn't take that long for me to figure out and I just said, oh, Salvador Dali, makes sense. Hmm. Easy. Got a wig, got a mustache from uh, Mr. Ron Wolek. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, for the mustache. You delivered it fast. It fit perfectly. It goes right up like Salvador. Great. Thank you so much again. I had to shout you out on my Instagram and Facebook because I was impressed. Kendra. You know, you know, you do the damn thing all the time, but that, that's just without, without saying <laughs> you hooked my wig up. We got some good, we got some good video of that and me being silly. Uh, thank you so much for that. I had a great time at the event. I had a great time filming the Painful's Paint House episode. I did a special like short kind of six minute episode of uh, me teaching how to paint a sugar skull pumpkin 
for Dia de los Muertos. It was for the for Halloween. It was just it's a very short episode, just like a kind of like a bonus episode that I'm adding to the library. So if you have little ones again, check us out. The Painful's Paint House on YouTube. Oh. Oh man, I'm just I'm kind of preparing for the election. And I don't even want to give it too much attention. I'm just all I know is that I'm preparing for it and the time after and protect yourselves, guys. That's that's all I'm going to say. All I'd like to say rather, and just just stay safe and um, take care of everyone around you and just kind of stay out of the scene for now, at least. Woohoo! <laughs> Who told me to work the polls? Who told me to work the polls? Who? At any given rate, this uh, podcast episode, this was kind of, it came to me. It was, it's a little, it's a little reactionary, more responsive than reactionary. But I had to share it because I know, again, I'm not the only one. And I've had this push to share this prior. But of course, you hear something from someone else and then you're just, you get that, that reinforce, that knock again to just, yo, like stop being nervous about sharing things that you've been thinking about. You know, you're being listened to. Stop hiding your, your thoughts and, and all that stuff. So, you know, it's, it's a process. The hiding is a process. I'm, I'm a nice percentage out of it, but. All right, so listen, this is, a, this is something that I've noticed and I just wanted to share something to you. Just, it's just something that I've been aware of, a, a space that I'm currently in, and I know many of you are in, and this was also something that I've heard from Richie Rambo. I, I talked about Richie Rambo, uh, I think on the Ego, the Ally episode. Uh, yeah, Richie Rambo. Various logs from the past. I, I want to say it in his accent so bad. <laughs> I do, but uh, it's I want to. I just it just flows. Various logs from because I'm just I so used to playing his episode, his podcast. His his latest episode. It was ju it just dropped on Sunday, the first, and the night of the first. So it may have probably dropped on the second for him. I don't know how the time is in, in London, but. It dropped, it dropped then, and I gave it a listen. And Latoya Bay was, is the featured, is the featured um, speaker in this particular uh, episode. And it was, it was, it was pretty, it was, it was pretty, pretty tough to listen to. Um, and, and it wasn't necessarily tough in a, in a bad sense where it was like, oh, this is, this is, I can't deal. It was just heavy. It was a, it was a good heavy. It was reflect. It was a reflective episode where Latoya just spoke about just the things, many things on her mind. Uh, she spoke about how character isn't mainstream, and I, damn near, I was in the shower playing it, and it was it was so refreshing to listen to, and um, her take accountability for her her actions or her behaviors and relationships and. Then she went onto something a bit more poignant for me, which was um, just connections and people and kind of like being a part of a group or wanting to belong. And then she spoke about how she went to Taiwan and was in Starbucks. And this random person from Starbucks walked up to her and asked her if she'd like to be her friend. And that it was an 11 minute podcast episode, just 
to, to throw that out there. So a lot was said in that. But I, I've kind of hinted that I would like to leave America. And I, I think I might explore that a little bit more because of, just because of this. I've traveled to Mexico. I traveled to Mexico and uh, I had a great time there. And I remember just the love. I remember the, the complete absence of the stress. Sometimes if many of you have traveled away from the United States, you might feel, especially if you're sensitive, you might feel a difference in what it feels like to return. And some, some people would say that's just your, that's just, you know, your familiarity, familiar, familiarity, however you pronounce that word, you know, with just you knowing what you deal with from coming from a place of vacation and rest and having to come back to your life. That is the pressure. And then other people would say that's just capitalism <laughs> some people would say that's that's the energy you know sometimes even when i leave new york city that you know cities are uh specifically new york city it's so hot fast paced it's it's neurotic i i don't like it i don't like it like i like it i kind of i kind of like being there but i don't think because because i tend to i tend i can be not wouldn't say high strung i can be high energy but I don't think my life, I would want to live in such a space. Like I need that, that balance of going out to the woods or finding a space. I need to be, a tr I need to be up against a tree. I almost said I need to be a tree, but I need to be up against a tree. I need to be surrounded in trees. I need that freshness. I need the dirt. Uh, and living in the city is just not for me. I would have property possibly out in the city but I wouldn't live there all of my life. Maybe like for a certain period of my life, I would kind of alternate, but I would have multiple properties by then, you know. Um, but it, it's, I'll, I'll get into all that later, but because you know, I tend to jump all over the place and then I get excited and then it, it just takes off and I start throwing in all my other side thoughts and it just sounds like, it just looks like spilled paint. <laughs> Auditory spilled paint. One of the things I recognized in ah, social media, just in the world lately, and I think it's just the older that I'm getting and the more I've been more aware of it, is this mass identity crisis, mass identity crisis. And it starts in childhood. It does. It, it really does. You know, you have, if you don't have that, that, um, that garden to, that fosters your development and growth, I mean, how much more could it be in America? But there, there are safe spaces of safety and spaces of, of development, spaces where you can foster your growth and, and just be raised how you should be raised. According to your personality type, we all come with a personality type. Yes, things can we can we can be more of or less of, but we kind of come with a fixed identity. And yes, through through knowledge through wisdom can we alter that but there's there is a there is a core part of us that we just can't deviate from and when we do deviate from we realize how it affects our lives you know what happens in our lives is that when we're not in that in the right spaces or in the healthiest environments we are taught to be someone else i can provide just a basic 
a basic kind of idea or a basic illustration. You know how we, you know, there's this society teaches how we're we're all supposed to be just, just we have our we have the duality thing, you know. Traditionally, it was kind of like even even back then for boys, like you know, young boys were raised to to not cry, don't do this, don't do that, and it didn't. It took some time for many people to understand that not all boys are the same as girls. You know, girls are not the same either. So that same kind of formula does not work. And a lot of people learn that the hard way when their children became, became adults and, and their defiance and their growth and all that was just, was just out of the world. You know, it was out of this world. It was crazy. And what some people thought was defiance was just them connecting and finally reaching their identity and not giving, not caring about what anyone had to, to, had to say or think about it, about them, you know? That's just one of the many examples. And there's so many ways that we're conditioned to to behave and conduct ourselves as someone else that we get older, you have you hear people talking about being yourself so often that when it actually happens, it feels foreign and almost scary. And it feels like you're you're committing some form of some form of a crime. You're you're sinning or you're doing something against your you're being defiant whatever it is that's what the average person feels like and they're guilted to to even think because they aren't choosing they aren't choosing something spoon-fed to them and they're just people are their parents or whomever has looked into studied them and learned them enough to say okay you're different from this person you're different from that i can't raise you that way you're a bit more sensitive than this one you're a bit more aggressive than that one or you're a bit so it kind of starts there. The identity crisis is like strong. So I was just noticing on social media how just, you know, and I I always talk about this pretty much like I, I, every couple episodes, I always mention something about being more you, you know. I recently saw a post where a person, it was kind of like those those notes where it's like, uh, I I think I should explain this, but when... The post says something like, I think I should, I think I should tell you, or you should know that whenever you tell a story and I am telling my personal story to kind of relate to you, it's not me trying to one up you or trying to make it about me. It's just me explaining to you that I completely relate to you. And I thought about this, like, wow, I didn't know people really feel this way. Apparently it is real. You know, one, that's just one example. There's many examples, many posts and many things, even in real day-to-day life and conversations I've seen people just kind of trying to explain themselves and and explaining the the misunderstandings and the confusion and all this stuff because of the baggage that many of us bring the or the inability to to be understanding and accepting or just slow to just be a bit more slower in and responsive to to people in relationships or in interactions and and not project and throw all of your insecurities and all of your your traumas on each other, but just being a bit more still in interactions and in spaces like that. And I thought, wow, this is a big deal. You know, it's huge. It's huge. Some people, quote unquote, become themselves or step into themselves in their late 30s, their early 40s, even 50s, and some and some even 60s years. I am 32. And I look back at myself like, I cannot believe all these years I have been 
smushing myself into this, this little two by two box, something I don't belong in for, for reasons that as an adult now, I understand in retrospect why. But as I, as I got older, I'm like, no one was holding me back, but, but myself, you know, despite being told who, how I should conduct myself or who I should be like, you know, unsolicited advice and unsolicited opinions and things like that. I was just thinking to myself like, yo, as, as I've grown into myself now, you know, I'm just like, sheesh, I can't imagine being twice my age now and just entering that state of, of being. And this is no shade to anyone who is, is currently discovering themselves or entering that space where they are no longer in the identity crisis. But, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. It's a, it's a big deal. It is, a, it is a big deal. And I, I say this, I know I said this, you're probably tired of hearing it, but it's something special to wake up every dawning in yourself and in, in your body, uh, knowing this is, this is who I am. This is my lane. This is my life. And I'm, I am in active gratitude of my life. You know, it's one thing to have gratitude to, to have gratitude in like your abilities and, you know, the things that you can do. I can walk, I can breathe, I can do this, I can do that, I can so on and so forth. It's one, it's another thing to have gratitude in your life and in your path, because when you do that, you are directly, it's almost like you're looking the creator in the face and saying, now, now I am, I am looking at you. I, I see you. I see myself. And any and all that in this exchange, in this energy exchange, I'm all for it. So that energy exchange could just be the releasing of dead things for, for filling in of new things. And uh, it's, it's, just, it's just filling of joy. It's, a, it's all those things that you receive, those, those becomings and those things that you are receiving as a result of having that exchange and letting go of other things that just don't fit because you're now in line with the creator. When you have gratitude with, over your life or have gratitude for your life, you, you can't be touched there's no one out to get you. Nothing will, nothing will, will, uh, will end you once you enter that, that space or you fix your face and fix your eyes and fix your heart to the creator through gratitude and, and, and all those other things, they just come. But until then, sometimes many people are struggling with anxiety and all these different things because they're looking everywhere else, everywhere else, everywhere else. So in this, in that podcast episode, she was just saying, LaToya was saying so many things that I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, people look for it. They look to, they look to belong. They look to, they want to feel a part of something and they want to become someone and somewhere. And sometimes that, that thing is to, to belong is, is a big deal. Not for me. I used to want that so strongly. I used to want to belong. I used to. Yeah, I did. And, and I say that because I know I see it in others. I know what it feels like to want to belong. And I, I, haven't, I haven't been one to outperform or do something outside of myself and, and do this extra stuff to just to seek it. But I, I was in some ways denying aspects of who I am 
to become more acceptable or to be received by whomever. Uh, ultimately, as always, I get the, the 50 billion text messages when I go to podcasts. It just, it just happens. It always does. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so she, she made those interesting points. She was just, she was touching on a lot of things, a lot of things. And she also mentioned the grave of the fireflies, that anime I have to watch. I started at the beginning of it. When you, when you said that, I'm like, let me check it out. Well, you said Studio Ghibli and I'm like, oh, anime. Cool. Oh, Grave of the Fireflies. Look, look it up. And I see it's an, it's a Studio Ghibli film. Cool. Uh, the, the first, first, five, the first, I think five or six minutes of it. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, this is a, this is going to be a doozy. This is going to be an emotional doozy. So let me just wait. But it was, it was actually appropriate for Dia de los Muertos, by the way, um, seeing the, the whole, um, bone uh and the whole egun and the, the whole spiritual aspects of of death and the the ancestral realm so yeah it, it was interesting kind of apt appropriate but i used to want to belong i did and sometimes i would try to place i placed this bar for myself and i was forcing and rushing things out of my out of my behaviors or rushing harmful things out of me and trying to just try to become more acceptable. And I, I realized that it, that just wasn't it. It just wasn't it. And it's not it. It's not it. It's not it. I found more peace first before I ever went to add myself to any space, to any groups, um, any fellowships or anything. I would not enter them if I did not have myself intact and myself intact, meaning the awareness of what I'm capable of, the awareness of, of who I am and what I accept and what I don't accept. Confidence, having a self-esteem and all the things to where I am guarded from playing myself, downplaying myself or being manipulated. just to be accepted or to fit in. I'd much rather be an asset. I don't, I don't want to be a part of, of that. And what I, I don't mean a part of a group, but what I mean is I don't want to be that person, that I don't want to operate in that state of deficit, seeking external. I just don't. Uh, so I say to you, for those who, who are listening or maybe feel some kind of way, you may just, you still may be struggling with that, wanting to become a part of something don't enter a space seeking to just, don't enter a space seeking acceptance. Don't ever seek anything uh, before. And if you have that desire to be part of something, always consider where, where that desire is rooted in. Yes, we all, we're, we're not meant to just be by ourselves and separate. Some of us are, some of us aren't. But just keep that in mind when you're wanting that. Just think. Am I looking for someone to complete me, to validate me? Am I looking for that? Am I? If I'm not, I will gladly enter and see what I can provide and what I'm willing to offer the space. Not what I'm willing to, not what I'm willing to receive or if I'm looking to get validation or if, don't enter spaces for that. Enter spaces with an intention, a much purer intention than that. Just 
that's for those who have that desire to enter into a, a, a group or a space such such as, you know. Um, but I, I had to drop all that and let it go. And uh, I thought about I thought about this because because I realized that ultimately, even even if even well, not if. But when I added myself to the groups, I still felt different. I still felt alone, <laughs> you know, like I still and I still didn't receive that. I didn't receive what I was seeking. So even even in me adding that, I was just becoming a liability to the group. I was sucking something out. I was seeking because, because I was still in a deficit. And it's not, you know, and it's this, by the way, there is nothing wrong for those who still are struggling or who want to be a part of something. There is nothing wrong with not knowing yourself and entering a space to learn more. Like there's so many different paths that people, that people will have to take. But just keep that in mind, you know, just, just kind of like bookmark that and set it off to the side. But I learned that quickly, you know, to to not become a liability to those to others by seeking something externally. You become you become a um, you become a liability, or you become something you you could take away and pull away from someone. And again, there's others who are willing to assist and help you to where you're no longer a liability, but an asset. All of you are assisting and, and providing help and there is a way much more healthier transaction. So even if you are a liability in the moment, don't stress, you know, be encouraged. Don't allow that to, to knock you from, from, being, from being present. There may be someone who's able to see beyond all that and still, and still help you in fixing you. And then you, if you decide to stay, you stay. And if you, you go, you go, whichever. Um, but that was just a side, a side note. Um, but yeah, she said something about character and integrity not being mainstream. And for that, oh my God, I, that was, that was, that was, that was the one for me. That was, that was one of the ones. Of course, the bigger one was all about her experience when she traveled to Taiwan and met that, that person who said that. And then it led me to, uh, led me down to just my desire to leave the United States. And it was just, it's a combination of, for a couple things, you know, I had the experience of that sound you hear, that's just my chair squeaking. I'm in a different room. <laughs> so I had the experience of the pleasure of leaving the United States. I went to Mexico and I was in love. I was in love. I flew back and the pressure, that, that anxiety, that stress, the, 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 that just, that tense kind of shit, it was just there. I'm minding my language. I was, I was told by an elder <laughs> to, to not use so much colorful language. So I got it. I got it. I, I can use it, but not as much. Or should use it, but not as much. Okay, so I'm, I'm chilling. <laughs> but uh, I remember coming back and I was just like, I don't, I don't, I don't like this. Now, of course... Over the course of the couple years, with and especially with this year, all of that has just been a bit much for me. Like it has been a bit much for me. Just I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But I I wanted to leave, and I I still do. Perhaps just maybe I need to just get away for some for some time for a little bit of time, maybe for a few weeks, maybe a month or two or six or twelve. 
but the desire to leave the United States is strong. Uh, also, I've, I'm so familiar with people leaving the U.S. and going to other parts of the world and having great bonds and relationships with other people who just genuinely just want to bond with others. It's just, you know, it's just different. The energy is different. It's just the, the relationships, the, the conversation, the communication, the connections are so different in, in unfamiliar spaces like that. Um, you know, I, I don't I can't explain it all the way. But that's just what it is. It's just, I've, I've always been the guy to have pen pals. I've had pen pals since I was 12. I've had a Japanese pen pal. I've had, well, I think it was, she was just Japanese. She would send me little neat, neat stuff in the mail and little bracelets and cookies and sweets and stuff through the mail. And now I have virtual pen pals. But I've always been that person to want to explore outside of the United States. I've always wanted to be outside of the United States. First, it was Tokyo. It was then it was Italy, um, all over Italy. Right now, it's the UK, specifically London. Um, those were like my my huge, like my huge big ones. It was like for the for all of my life, it was it was always Tokyo, Italy, and then London, and. Little things have just been kind of just in my field of vision. I've just been seeing little things and just all types of things and just learning new stuff and, and so on and so forth. But that experience that she had when she met the stranger in Starbucks and she just asked her, like, do you want to be my friend? Like, that's that's when I was like, yo, like, I'm I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm so done. You know, sometimes. Even if you aren't a part of a group and it's not even about the group because groups and group think and, and like those, those weird, I, I just don't fuck with groups like that. I, I don't, I don't, I, I really don't. And it's, it has nothing to do with, with just some snobbish. No, it's just, it's no, I'm, I'm good. Um, I don't like clicks. That's what I mean when I say groups. I don't, I don't do clicks. I just, I don't, I know by default, if you are one of those people who really assist the world in something, then you just may, people may flock to you and they may kind of sent, put, place you in the center of a thing. But cliques and groups, I just don't, I'm, I don't, no, 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 no. Um, so why? Because, you know, there's, there's always someone that's going to feel ostracized. There's always going to be one that's going to depend on Eventually, people depend on one person to make all the decisions. They kind of just come to this this idea, this one idea, and it it's less about rationale and and what's what's sensible, what's logical, what makes sense, and it just goes down to this emotional roller coaster. I, no, I'm good. But when you are in spaces to where you're just, hey, I'm just me. I'm just showing up as me. I'm not. I'm not performing i'm just me and i'm on this path i'm on this journey i'm just flowing i'm doing my thing i'm growing i'm i'm dying all at the same time and you just happen to meet really really good people really great people sometimes it may it may not be in your familiar surroundings sometimes it just won't be in your neighborhood sometimes the life you want is not here it's just sometimes you just have to go 
you you sometimes you just may have to go. I know a lot of people are afraid of leaving familiar spaces. They're afraid of their leaving their family, their friends, lovers, pets. You shouldn't leave your pet. I mean, at least, but <laughs> they're afraid of leaving. They're just afraid of leaving the familiar to just go somewhere new. And I say to that, hey, if your desire is that strong and no matter what you do, you can't shake it. If you see a new life and you're just called for a new life elsewhere, relocate. If you want to relocate, give it a shot. Just go. If you want to stick your toe in the water, go there on vacation. If it's outside of the U.S., get a passport. Go. And then go. Just, just go. I mean, I know there's some funny times right now. Just, but just go if you can. If you can, if you're, if you can manage to just go and just experience life there and try to have a more realistic life. Don't go to a resort because the resort is it's glamorized. It's it's different and it's usually it's like a controlled. It's almost like an experimental. It's too safe now. Although it now it depends on where you go because not not every space is super safe. But I would imagine that you would be going to a space that you would you can trust that you won't get dragged off into the woods somewhere and you know go somewhere do some do some looking up do some homework and then go and then make your decisions and, and do what you have to do and etc cetera, etc cetera. but i just say to you just just go and and if you and if you don't have the means right now visualize it all focus on it like heavily focus on everything you'd like to experience Focus on the, the entire process, the boarding of the airplane or the, the, the vehicle, the train, whatever you're doing. Listen to sounds of the, of the airplane revving up and taking off. Listen to the sounds of, of the flight attendant speaking. Imagine the taste of the peanuts you could be eating on there. On there. Um, imagine your ears popping from the high altitudes and then... The, the airplane slowly descending when you're arrived and how your stomach jumps a little bit up and experience the full, the full thing, walking off the plane and feeling the air. Imagine laughing with pe new people, imagine the relationships, imagine going to the stores and grabbing food and shopping for furniture and, and, and all these, and all, the, the entire life that you want, if this is it for you, if you've made up your mind, and you said, okay, you know what? No, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to visit. I don't want to just, no, I want to go do all those things. Do all the things. Now is, is the perfect time to just place, to trip, to project yourself into the experience and become the experience. Just go, you know, imagine yourself having a, having your, your wardrobe where you have whatever that you, whatever life that you like to have. If you want to go there and write, if you want to go there and be an artist, if you want to go there and. I don't know, maybe being a socialite, whatever you want to do. This life is yours, you know, and when you step into yourself and when you understand that there's no need to feel any other way besides you, <laughs> just go and just, just experience life. I used to feel, I used to feel guilty for, um, 
for even wanting to preach. <laughs> yes, preach. For even wanting to preach uh, enjoying life and luxury. Because the average person just wants, it seems as though, I'm not going to say wants, but it seems like there's like this, this, this glamorization and suffering and struggle in order to truly appreciate life or to just feel as though you've earned the greatness. And it's other people's ideas of struggle and suffering that they place on others to validate them. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, struggle and struggle and suffering feels different it is different for everyone and every and every person however it is like you can't try to tell someone how they should struggle or how they should suffer but you find people you know trying to discount or diminish your life or your experience because you didn't struggle like them but what if the life that you want is is completely struggle or or suffering free and the only suffering that you may have to endure is the longing up until or just the the journey that think the things that happen in the journey what if the destination is pure bliss is that is that possible yes it is <laughs> it is it truly is that and even with all the things that that may happen like regular life life that happens unfortunate events that may happen by default you're in your bliss period because you have decided to step into yourself shake away the things that are not you fix your focus on the life that you'd like to create for yourself imagine what you spend your money on imagine itemize your life itemize your, your living itemize all of it Detail it, write it, sketch it, record yourself saying it, create soundscapes, create art, create around that thing. Make it real. And you'll find yourself making, when you make that real and you are in gratitude of your life, yo, watch and see how fast that thing happens. It may, it may listen, fast when you're, when you're living in it and you're in it, Fast will be zip light fast. When you're thinking outside of yourself, you'll be like, oh, a year, two, three years. Oh, no, don't do that. Live in it. Continue to work towards that thing. And it just before you know it, you'll be like, oh, my gosh, I didn't realize this. This is real. I use myself as an example. I visualize myself speaking to speaking to crowds. I vision myself um standing in front of people and speaking and i said you know i'm willing to do whatever i need to do to remove a lot of the fear that i have in showcasing myself i'm willing to let go of the that that low confidence having the low self-esteem i'm willing to let all of that go to step into a much more confident public speaking person <laughs> and then I got experiences I got um, opportunities to to teach and instruct art to instruct art classes to children to adults and then it just kept going and it got it got larger crowds and then it got virtual and then I'm like I didn't even I didn't think about how fast it happened 
and it happened extremely fast when you're just living your life and you're not thinking outside of what you think it should be. You're just living your life. I'm telling you, when you fix your, when you fix your sight and you fix your eyes on the creator, if, you're, if that's all you need to do, like the way, the way that you'll, the way that you'll experience things and the way that it will all hit you in retrospect, you'll be like, wow, this really was faster than I realized it happened. Like it seemed like it happened overnight. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you'll, you'll also, you'll also like kind of rehearse and recover other memories in the journey things. You're like, okay, this also happened, but that happened too. And but ultimately, um, yeah, uh, just if that's your thing, do your thing. I, I know you're you're going to get you're probably going to get tired of me saying this. Do your thing and do you and yeah 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 yeah. I know I know <laughs> I know, but it's just it's heavy. Like I see older people than me saying. I'm just now being myself. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're, you're 56. No, no. And I, I, I never think to myself like, yo, like, have you ever thought about how your life would have been? And it, I'm like, I don't say that or even vocalize that to them. But to myself, I'm like, when I see, I'm fortunate enough to see and experience people, um, say these things and mention these things and share that vulner vulnerability to me, I learned so much more about myself and why I need to just get through certain things and, and learn to have gratitude for my own life. It's just, it's just what it is. It's just what it is, you know? <sighs> so, Latoya, that was a really great, great sharing it was very vulnerable thank you for sharing that like that was that was a big deal for me um you you were extremely vulnerable about just your own your own shortcomings and you were just expressing your love and excitement for the bonds and you know just how important those relationships are they really are you know the people that you meet and they just they come to you with the innocence they come to you as the fool just completely just pure and they say, yo, like, do you want to be friends? And she said that that woman was an adult that asked her that. And she said she, she you know, she asked her like a like a five year old, like just just how children are. They say, hey, do you want to you want to be my friend? Do you want to go? And so many people have left and abandoned that within themselves. It's sad, you know, and you find yourselves going out of the state, going out of the country, rather, or just going wherever, leaving where, your unfamiliar spaces and meeting new people and just. You were like, I didn't know this really, this truly existed. I didn't know. She said that she and the, the girl are still friends from Taiwan. They're still associate with one another. She knows her, she knows her son. Um, they still talk. And um, yeah, sometimes being being here with all of the fast pace, with all of the the all about being and being the biggest and the best and show, showcasing and shining and um, for everyone to see you, see you and, and, and love you and respect you and just be known and be famous and all that stuff that happens here. That's why a lot of our inner children are just shot and taken away. You know? It happens. Just remain that person. And if you find that being vulnerable like that is not healthy for you in your karma space, 
you may just need to relocate. It sounds bizarre as an adult because so many people preach logic. They preach this, you know, you got to do it like this. It has to be so this, it has to, it has to be structured and ordered. It has to be, did you, did you plan this? Did you, did you pack this? Did you do this? And you're just like, but what I want in the life that is, is before me, I, I can't, I can't explain it to you. <laughs> I can only just jump headfirst into that life. I can only just do it. I can only commit myself and just go into the fire. I, I just, that's just some people just have to do that. Some people literally have to become the fool. They have to abandon all that they know. They have to take their knapsack with them. That's it. They take their, they take their best friend. They take their dog <laughs> and they just, they just go into a new life. They go. But I tell you, even before going into the new life, you operating in you and just operating in you've already become, it is like none other. You cannot be touched. You can't be touched. You're pure. That purity is you can't, you just, you can't mess with that. It doesn't, no matter who tries, no matter what tries to, it just, it just won't work, you know? Some people have their, their inner child still intact. They're so close to it. Those people are the ones. <laughs> They're some of the best people out there, but they need to be protected. They do. They need to be protected. And they also, they aren't all innocent. They still have some things they have to get through, but they still have that child intact, so... Life is all worth the living and it goes uphill, especially when they are, when they are gotten through a lot of their, their traumas and their difficulties. Again, I say to you, just if you're one of those people who have that desire to leave and to, and just want to live elsewhere, I, I do not speak against that. At this point in time, if the desire continues to grow when it burns and if it's just like, yo, just go then I'ma just go. What I will say though, is that I would love to travel and explore and I would love to visit. And if this is the life for me, it is the life for me. But I never saw myself living in America for all of my life. I do see myself having property here and having property in other parts of the world, maybe in other states, but right now I'm not really feeling, I'm just not really feeling, uh, I'm not feeling America right now. <laughs> I have to be honest, you know, I used to feel like, feel so bad for saying that. Well, why don't you leave? Like, or there's nothing is as great as America. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I agree. I understand what many people are saying about the freedoms, the freedom to create whatever life you want. But sometimes even with that freedom, there is, there is sometimes you might be having that freedom under the gaping mouth of a beast, do you want to, do you really want to be there if that beast decides to close its jaws upon you? I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm not suggesting that there are no beasts in other spaces, but sometimes that new environment, places in, in other parts of the world that value well-being and value not working yourself into oblivion and becoming the best and, and looking this way and trying to be the, the, the social life is, is valued and love and family is valued. 
There are little pockets and holes here. There are pockets here of, of that. But I don't know if it's I don't know if it's if it's here, if it's if it's something that I like, you know. So again, Latoya, yo, and everyone else listening, like, I get it. Uh, I get it sometimes those experiences, there's just like, yo, like you appreciate them, you take them with you and you just you don't you don't uh you don't lose them. But for many of you who consider like, yo, there's nothing here, it may not be anything here for you, and you should, in fact, pack up and go. But again, that visualization or that that experience or that um that tip rather, that technique, I meant to say. That's something that I think you should do is you should visualize yourself living in that new space. Look up some pictures. Project yourself there. There's videos of people walking, literally holding a, a, a camera. They're walking and you're getting to see the environment. You can, with your imagination, place yourself there. Every You can just do it. Get a vision board if, if maybe if you're not that um, skilled in your in your in your in your um, with your imagination, get a vision board and just start placing things. Vision boards are very they're underrated. They're underrated because you know you see like teenagers and it's kind of like it's positioned and and showcased as like super juvenile and like cute and pritzy and stuff, but no, having a vision board is a big deal. And the older that you get, the better that your, your imagination is. Or for those who just have by default greater imaginations, the vision board is what's going to keep you together. I encourage you, if you got nothing else from this, to get a vision board. What do you want for your life? This life is yours. You can enjoy pleasures. You can enjoy all the things that you like to have. Do not feel guilty for not wanting to, to just to look tattered or to look um, like the worst or just to want the lowest of the like. Just don't even don't pay that no mind. When people do that, when they invest their energy in what people think others, how they should live. I, I'm stress I stress this because it's it's a huge, 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 huge deal on how you live and how you show up in the world. If you internalize someone else's perception of you or someone else's ideas of you, your life is tapping you on the shoulder all the time saying, when will you live me? <laughs> you know, when will when will you live me? There's so many people who like scream in these echo chambers on social media about how the world appears to them. Everybody wanna, they wanna wear, they wanna wear designer, they wanna do this, they wanna do that. And I'm like, no, that's not, that's not even about, it's not about designer. It's about quality. It's just about quality. Literally, it's about quality. It's not about, it has to be this. Now there's some shallow people who ha they have to have designer this and designer that because they're, they're living for the world. They've already sold themselves to the world. They are, they're living too secular for their own good. But those who are committed to their life, their lives and, and their creator, it's different. It's totally different. And when I say the creator, I'm not talking about, I'm not, I, I, I would hope that you're not um, envisioning like the super pious, uh, 
different type of just, no, don't do all that. I'm not speaking of that when I say the creator. Um, but I know this is long, but I just, it's long because it's been on my guts. It's been on my heart, rather. I keep saying guts. I'm just connected to my stomach right now. I always talk about the sun in my stomach. <laughs> um, but I, I stress this because I, again, I see so many people like it's, it's not a game. Like it's strong, it's heavy, it's thick. It's a thick, it's a, it's a thick um, strand that so many people are stuck to. It's this validation seeking, afraid to just, to, to just love and, and it's just afraid to live and be themselves and afraid to pursue the things that they want for their lives because just what everyone else is telling them to do. And so, yeah. Wow. The bonds, the life that you want, the, the, the social space that you like to have, the, the friends, the family, the new friends, the new family, the, the, just the new life, go. Just go. Go out and, and start to live that life, become that life, and watch, watch. And before you know it, maybe you'll be like, you know what, maybe I don't even want to leave where I live. Maybe I've just created this space by myself. And I've just, people who just are like me, they, they're here. Wow, I found them. And I don't have to leave. I don't have to do all that other stuff. I'm here. But then some people, you just might have to go. You just might have to relocate. Don't be afraid of relocating. And, and that's all I'm going to say about that again. I'm, I apologize for rehearsing, but it's just, it's a big deal. So, Lover Muffins, uh, thank you again for, for your support. Again, my website to just explore me and the things about just me. <laughs> Thepainoffool.com. And if you were ever curious about products and services, art stuff, jgreenartificial.com. If you have little ones and you want them to have something to do while you lay back and just take some time for self-care, turn on the Painful's paint house and get them some colored pencils, get them some pencils and a piece of paper and create some art. And hey, have them send it to me. I'll repost them and put them on the channel and whatnot. So yeah, go on Instagram and add the Painful's paint house on Instagram. And you can do all that sharing and sending and stuff. I have a, a loyal watcher, Abby. Abby has been has been asking me. So I'm let me tell you real quick before I go. So I was uh <laughs> I was leaving the store. Brandon and I were leaving the store, and I heard someone say, uh-uh. I turn around and I see Karima. Karima is Abby's mom. Great, great, great woman. I did a paint party for her and her and her um, her daughter. And then she says, wait a minute. You know, she's talking to me and then she reaches, she goes behind the car, reaches out and, and pulls Abby out of the car. So Abby walks up to me and she, and I say hi to her and she looks, says hi back. And then she looks at me again and she freezes because she's like, like, oh my gosh, this is the YouTube guy. <laughs> so she's just like, she's like awestruck. And I'm like, oh my God, am I, did I really like, no, no. <laughs> So I'm like, hi, I'm trying to say hi to her because I'm like ex excited to see her because she, if you look at my Instagrams on my Painful Instagram and the Painful's Paint House, I posted a picture of her smiling at the camera and waving to the camera like she's, she's happy to see me. And I'm like, like to, to see that in her eyes, I was, 
my heartstrings were pulled so hard. So I'm like speaking to her like, hey, Abby. And she's looking at me like, oh my God, like, what do I say? <laughs> so eventually she kind of like calms down and I give her a hug and then we're talking and stuff like that. And she's like, maybe you should paint this for the next episode and paint this, paint a car, paint this, paint that. And I'm like, well, I'm doing a turtle and I'm doing a pumpkin. So, you know, I am, I'm doing more. She's like, I haven't seen you in a long time. And I'm like, I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've been so busy, but I have episodes, two episodes coming within like days within each other. So, you know, sorry about that. So yeah, I dropped them out and she loves them. So Abby is like my number one fan. <laughs> so I have something for her. Um, yeah. But anyway, for, for you have little ones. I would say I would give an age range to about seven or eight of the Painful's Paint House. And if you have older ones who just like to watch cartoony stuff and have great imaginations and can just travel and love to do that kind of stuff, have them watch me. And season two of the Painful's Paint House is going to be super unique. It is like I, I'm already like I've already established my own lane in this, but the things that I'm going to do to amp it up is just. Yeah, I'm I'm planning on teaching you, your families and just your children, just fun things about life. And, you know, it's all about the programming. It's all about the programming and teaching them to having things within their subconscious to wet so that as they get older, they just won't they won't ever have to deal with what we dealt with, you know, growing up with the insecurity and not having trust in our own creative abilities like you'll see. So. With all that said, guys, I am out. It has been a pleasure again. Thank you for listening. And I love you all dearly. Until such time, peace. Bye.